Welcome to Become a Media Maven. Heads up, this episode is a little different from other episodes that I have done on the podcast. It's different in two ways. One, the topic is not focused on business because there's a little bit more to me than running a business from home with kids. So if you think this isn't relevant to you, trust me, it is relevant because one, you have skin on your face and two, you look at that skin on your face every day. And three, other people look at that skin on your face. So we want to make sure you're taking care of it. And I honestly, as somebody who really enjoys the health and beauty and skin care industry, I learned so much when I went to Palm Beach Facials for a facial and a lash lift. We are going to talk about lash lifts a little bit, but most of this is going to be about skincare because we are busting a lot of skincare myths in this episode and talking facts. And the good news is, is I think this is going to possibly save you money on some of the things you buy, but you might need to buy a little bit more of it because you will see these things are necessary and why these things are necessary. So I'm talking with Britt Johnston. She is an esthetician at Palm Beach Facials and we recorded this episode in person right after I got a facial and a lash lift. So there is video that goes with this facial and it is so much more entertaining than just listening to this podcast. So in the show notes, I am going to link to the video. So if you want to hit pause on this and make a mental note to check out the show notes, you could find out more on becomeamediamaven.com. Also, I'm putting it on christinaallday.com because this definitely falls under the lifestyle umbrella. You can actually hear this entire interview and watch it. And I'm including video of a lash lift. I'm including video of a facial. I'm including video of this crazy green jelly Brit put all over my face, including my mouth and my eyes. So just keep in mind, this is a video and I am sharing the audio from that video right here on the Become a Media Maven podcast. Hi, I'm Christina Nicholson. I'm a former TV reporter and anchor who has worked in markets from New York City to Miami, Florida. Now, I own a public relations agency called Media Maven. I also founded software called Podcast Clout. I do it all with three little kids at home. And no, I have never felt any mom guilt about any of it. You can follow along with my life as a working mom on my blog or on social media at Christina All Day. Oh yeah, and I love reading and eating pizza. Welcome to Become a Media Maven. Okay, Britt, you gave me a facial yesterday. Yes. When I walked in, I told you some of my concerns, and a big one is that I have oily skin. So, what are your tips for the best skincare for people with oily skin like me? Okay. Number one would be a balancing cleanser. Um, I feel like a people with oily skin especially like to use cleansers that really strip the skin and leave them with that squeaky clean feeling. But what that does is it really dries out the skin and that can actually cause your skin to produce even more oil. Your skin will go into overdrive because it feels like it's dehydrated. So your skin will start to produce even more oil leaving you more oily than you began. So I recommend finding a cleanser that has the words balancing on it. Um, it doesn't have to be like a 
thick, creamy type of cleanser, but something that doesn't strip the skin and leave you with that squeaky clean, super dry feeling that I know so many people with oily skin love to feel. Yes, I was that person. Okay, so I was wrong to do that. Another thing you told me I was wrong on that I was doing is I was not moisturizing because I was so oily, I thought the moisturizer would make me even more oilier. Right. Oilier, not more oilier. <laughs> um, and you said that was wrong. Right, same concept. Your skin is feeling dehydrated, so it goes into overdrive and it starts to produce even more oily. More oil, so you definitely, <laughs> oily, oily. Um, so yeah, you definitely want to keep the skin hydrated and use a moisturizer every day, morning and night, no matter what your skin type is. Okay, so I was in here for a facial. You did the Hydro Jelly Deluxe Facial. Tell me about that and what it was all about. It was scary for me because it went over my eyes and mouth. I'd never had that before. Yeah. So like, what is the deal with this Hydro Jelly Deluxe Facial? It's definitely unique. Um, it's a 90 minute long facial and it includes everything you could ever ask for. And the star of the show is the Hydro Jelly uh, mask that we used on you and as you said it covers the eyes it covers the mouth and it sits on the skin for about 15 minutes while it hardens up and it peels off in one satisfying piece that's my favorite part is the reveal after you've peeled away the mask and it's so great because it's super hydrating full of antioxidants it leaves the skin plump and juicy and glowy it's just my all-time favorite any other masks and peels that people should be taking advantage of um, yeah, I mean, I have a wide variety of masks that I offer here. I also sell some for at-home use as well. Um, but one thing I like to mention to people is to follow their directions on their products because I know so many people like to put their masks on, leave it on for hours. They like to use it daily. And you can definitely overdo it when it comes to masking at home. So it's important to follow the directions that are on the packages because you can either strip the skin or cause irritation, over exfoliate. I mean, a whole host of problems can arise from overdoing it with skincare. So not just with masks, but any products in general, you wanna follow the directions. They're there for a reason. So definitely do what the product recommends. Okay, let's talk about a skincare regimen because I asked you about this and you were like I can't just talk about a skincare regimen because everybody needs something different right so how do people determine what their skincare regimen should be I mean we can always start with the basics which would be a cleanse and um, I prefer a double cleanse which means two cleansers we start with an oil-based cleanser and that helps to break down any oil, dirt, debris, uh, sunscreen, makeup, anything that's left on the skin. So the oil really helps to just melt it away. And then I like to go in with a second cleanser, which is the foaming face wash that helps remove the oil from the first cleanser. So that would be your double cleanse process. So to really ensure that your skin is clean and you're getting those pores nice and cleaned out, um, I would recommend doing a double cleanse process. And that Another is Another thing I was doing wrong. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize. Um, I mean, cleansing is great, but why just cleanse when you can double cleanse? Because <laughs> it takes time and it costs more money. Yeah, but I mean, how much more? 30 seconds more and, you know, products, I know. you can get products fairly inexpensive these days. Right. So um, those are just excuses in my eyes. They are. <laughs> they are. But now you know better. Yeah, I do. I do. I've learned so much. Okay, 
So we double cleanse. So yes, start with a double cleanse. Then just for your basic routine, I would just follow up with a moisturizer and sunscreen is a must. So for AM, you can get a moisturizer that has sunscreen in it and I recommend an SPF of 30 or higher. Um, and for nighttime, you want just a basic sunscreen or basic moisturizer without the sunscreen. Okay. Um, now, if you really want to amp up your skincare routine, of course, I would say go for an eye cream. We can include toners, serums that target whatever uh, skin issues you are concerned with. Then there are masks that we could do weekly. Of course, there are professional treatments when you come in to see your esthetician. Um, so, you know, we can always advance your skincare routine, but as long as you're getting your skin clean every day and you're hydrating it and you're protecting it from the sun, those are the basic things that everybody should be doing no matter what their skin type, no matter their age. And I'll call myself out on um, another mistake I was making with sunscreen. I would only put it on if I was going outside to be at the pool for a couple of hours. And you say, no matter what, even if you don't go outside, you have to put it on. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I mean, that's a very common thing that I hear from my clients. They say, oh yeah, when I go to the beach, I wear sunscreen. Um, but really, we should be wearing sunscreen every day, no matter what our plans are just walking to and from the car. I mean, even if you stay inside all day, the UV rays come through the window. Um, and also that helps build the habit of wearing sunscreen every day. And if your sunscreen is built into your moisturizer, you're not even thinking about having to put on an extra product. You do it all at once, get it done every morning. Um, and of course it should be reapplied throughout the day, but um, you know, baby steps. <laughs> and then in my regimen, you suggest retin-A or retin a retinol every retinol. night because that's anti-aging and that is a must. Yes, and there are different levels of retinol and you can should speak to your esthetician or your dermatologist about it. Um, but in my opinion, everybody be, should be using a retinol. Mm -hmm. It's great for so many things, especially someone like you who has oily skin. Um, you know, if you're worried about hyperpigmentation, fine lines, wrinkles, congested pores. Um, you know, retinol is just really the gold standard when it comes to anti-aging. And you can get it in prescription strength, but there are plenty of things that are over the counter that are just as effective so I recommend someone find something that is over-the-counter to start with see how it works for them and they can always move up to prescription grade if they feel necessary how do you layer the skincare? Because these are a lot of different products at yep. different times. Yep. Generally, I say go from thin to thick. So after your double cleanse, you'll go in with your toner, which is basically a liquid, then your serum, which is super thin, and then you work it up to your moisturizer. And now with retinol though, I will tell you my little trick. Um, all the instructions on retinol will tell you to cleanse your skin and then apply retinol and then go in with your moisturizer. But what I tell all my clients to do is to moisturize first and then use their retinol and this really helps cut back with any dryness and irritation that you might experience from using retinol because it is a very drying product um, so that's my little trick is instead of doing moisturizer then ret or retinol then moisturizer to do the retinol after your your moisturizer okay good tip are there any ingredients that we should avoid in skincare yeah, this is really personal preference, um, and it really it's really up to the individual themselves. You know, I recommend everyone do their own research. Um, I know a lot of people get caught up on parabens and fragrance and whatnot, um, but such a small amount of people have irritation caused by these ingredients. And um, you know, parabens are preservatives. We need those in our ingredients or in our skincare to keep our items fresh and from growing bacteria in them. So. Everything has a purpose in skincare, um, but you know, I always encourage my clients or anybody who asks to do their own research and do what feels right for them. 
But something I did want to touch on was, um, you know, the labeling of clean skincare or natural skincare. Uh, that's a huge trend right now. I know a lot of products are labeling their items as being clean or natural. But I do want people to know that this term is not regulated by anyone. So anybody can make a product and call it clean or natural. And who's to say what really is clean or natural? Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people say they want to avoid putting chemicals on their skin, but when you think about it, everything is really a chemical. Water is a chemical. I believe it's one part oxygen to two parts hydrogen. <laughs> so like, I mean, everything is literally a chemical. So when people say, I just don't like chemicals on my body, I'm like, you're basically a chemical. You know? <laughs> your it's, body it's, is a chemical. It's unavoidable. So you really just have to do your research and do what feels right for you. And, um, you know, people who say, well, I just want to use something that's all natural. Well, poison ivy is natural, but would you rub that on your face? Yeah. So just really, you know, take the packaging, all the labeling with a grain of salt because like I said, nobody's regula regulating these labels and the term clean and natural really just is a marketing term in my eyes. So listen people, one, if you're not a scientist, don't pretend to be one. And two, take the marketing with a grain of salt. They're mm -hmm. lying to you to sell their shit. I can say that, you can't, I'll say <laughs> it, I don't care. Um, best drugstore skincare, what do you suggest? I'm a huge fan of the Differin line. They actually started out with one product, which is Differin Gel. Mm -hmm. And this used to be available by prescription only. And it's the Differin Gel has Adapalene in it, which is a derivative of vitamin A, which is also like retinol. Retinol is a derivative of vitamin A. So it's a very similar product. Um, but like I said, it used to be prescription only. Now it's available over the counter. You can get it at drugstores. It's very inexpensive. And um, I've had experience with this product. My teenage daughter has also used it for breakouts. It's also great as an anti-aging product. And now Different has expanded their line and they're offering um, cleansers, they have masks, they have toners, moisturizers, and I believe they also have an SPF. Um, so this is a line I would definitely give a try, especially if you're oily, acne prone. I used this as a prescription back in the day when I was in high school. So, very cool. Um, that's the only one you would suggest from drugstores? Uh, you know, that's the only one I feel like I can really trust. I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's got a track record. The other ones don't. Exactly, okay. exactly. And you know, it's um, it all comes back to marketing. Like, mm -hmm. I see so many products out there that say, like, removes blackheads or blackhead clearing. And um, to be honest with you, no products are gonna remove your blackheads. They need to be extracted manually by an esthetician or a dermatologist. So when I see products that are lying to me, it just makes me lose trust in them. And you know, that's the reason why there's so many products out there where I'm just like, mm, I know your claims aren't gonna really hold up to what you're saying and um, I just lose trust in the brand. And while you were doing my facial, you told me to stop extracting because that's something that I do. I even bought the pimple popper tools on Amazon Don't to do, do my extractions and you told me to stop, so I'm gonna stop. But it is hard to stop. Yeah, I mean, it can be done just by a professional. Just don't do it yourself. Okay, just wait. Wait till you, you book your facial. Yeah. Um, okay, and finally, let's talk about lashes because you just lifted mine up to the high heavens above. <laughs> um, and I feel like everybody is doing things with eyebrows and eyelashes. I got extensions for a while. 
Um, didn't love them because A, I'm an aggressive face washer and you have to be gentle around the extensions. Mm -hmm. And they made my real lashes fall out. Mm. So explain A, what a lash lift is, and then give us some tips on where to find somebody to do your lash lift because like we're talking about eyeballs here people it's like you don't want to get your lasik done from a doctor who says buy one eye get one eye free oh god no no so tell us what a lash lift is and some do's and don'ts about getting one sure well lash lift it involves your natural lashes so there's no extensions nothing fake going on here um it's used to be called a lash perm but now it's been modernized to be called a lash lift and it's basically we're lifting your lashes chemically and so it lasts about six to eight weeks and we also tinted your lashes that lasts about four weeks and then we also added a 24 karat gold lash plumper which helps build up the lash density by 24 percent so that's why your lashes look so thick and she juicy. said I look like Bambi people she said oh you look like Bambi you from the do. side you've got that swoop that I all the girls want the goals the goals in life <laughs> um okay so say somebody wants to get a lash lift I feel like at a nail salon they're like we do lash lifts like what what do you suggest people should should look for okay when? the number one thing is your lash tech has to be either a licensed esthetician or licensed cosmetologist. Otherwise, they shouldn't be touching your lashes, skin, hair, or anything else for that matter. So they definitely need to be licensed in the state that you're in. Another thing to look for would be a certification, um, either a lash artist or a lash tech certification. Uh, this certification isn't mandated by the state. It just basically means that the tech went out and took this class and passed this test. Um, so, but it, you know, it just shows that they took the extra education and they're invested. Um, and you can always ask the tech, how long have you been doing this for? Or how many clients have you seen? Or how long have you worked here? You know, kind of get an idea for their experience. Um, but another thing I really want to point out is to not just look for your lash check based on photos on Instagram and reviews online. Why? Um, Are they lies? They can be. They may be exaggerated. I don't mm -hmm. want to say lies. I don't want to call anyone a liar. I will. They can lie. <laughs> but, um, but you know how easy it is to edit a photo. Um, I myself used to have lash extensions and the girl who did my lashes would take a photo of me. I would see them on her Instagram the next day and the lashes on Instagram were nothing like the lashes I had on my face. So I know from firsthand experience that they're editing their photos, mm -hmm. in some cases, to make the lash line look fuller or the lashes to look darker. You know, my lashes were pretty sparse and natural, which is what I wanted. But when I looked at my photos on Instagram that the lash tech had posted, they were thick Kardashian lashes, which, you know, wasn't what I had going on. Yeah. Um, so I tell everyone, don't believe what you see on Instagram, obviously. And the best way to find someone is to really ask around. If you have a friend or you even see somebody out who has gorgeous lashes, ask them, say, are those your natural lashes? Where did you have them done? What exactly did you have done? Are you happy with your lash tech? Can I have her phone number? Yeah. And that's really the best way to find somebody that will do a good job for you. You know what else you can do? You can see who has won lash awards because Britt, you are, what, what? record holder are you a title holder <laughs> i am the current title holder from lash inc magazine i'm the lash artist of the year in the lash lift category that's amazing these con is it a contest it is an annual contest they exist yeah and brit is a winner so clearly i trust her with my lashes thank you so brit lots of skincare myths and facts um lots of information a couple of other things you mentioned to me when i was getting my facial 
Steam does not open up the pores. No, it doesn't. Like I thought it did. What does the steam do? It basically softens the sebum so it helps to the extractions come softens out easier. Softens the junk in the pores. Yeah, but it's so they not come out easier. Doesn't open up. No. And all of those products that say they get your pores smaller, they don't because your pores don't change in size. And if they no, do, it's very temporary. It's temporary. Yeah, I mean, a lot of toners can help tighten it up in mass too, but what it's doing is a temporary constriction of the skin. Um, but keyword temporary. It's yeah. not changing the size of your pores. It's just temporarily sucking everything up. Okay, that was a big myth you busted for me. The other one was the sunscreen all day, every day, no matter what, super important. Yep. Because I have the sun damage on my face and I use the Retin-A at night, but then when I don't use the sunscreen in the day, it's like I might as well have not done anything because it just cancels it out. Right, and it makes okay. it even worse because you're more susceptible to sun damage when you're using Retin-A because you're chemically exfoliating and your skin is more sensitive. So especially if you're using Retin-A or any acids at night, you definitely need your sunscreen during the day. Okay, that was another one. Um, I have to use moisturizer even though I'm oily. You explain that. And then the last one that was big for me was I told you I just spent hundreds of dollars on new skincare because I was so impressed. It was pharmaceutical grade. And you said, just like the clean natural, the medical grade, professional grade, pharmaceutical grade, doesn't necessarily mean better. Nobody checks that. Pretty much anybody can say that and yeah. put it on anything. Yeah. We don't know any better. Nobody's regulating that. So I could make a jar of anything and sell it to you and call it pharmaceutical grade. No one's gonna say anything different. So. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't buy into a product just because they're calling it pharmaceutical grade or medical grade or professional grade. They may be great products, but those are just marketing labels. I learned a lot during my facial, and that's why I needed Britt to repeat it all for you so you could hear and learn a lot. Mm -hmm. And you do recommend a skincare line that you sell on pbfacials.com. What is the skincare line, and it's why do you like it? Image Skincare, I've been using it for years. I use it personally, I use it on all my clients. My clients are using it at home. It's a great line. Um, I've seen it work miracles for some of my clients. They have a line for everybody. They have a line for people with dry skin, a line for people with breakouts. Um, you know, they have everything. They have a retinol, they have a retinol mask. They have everything for anyone. And you can't go wrong with any other products. They're all amazing. So I use them here at my spa and I also sell them online on my website. And they were created by a husband and wife team. The wife is a dermatologist and the husband is a plastic surgeon? Close. The wife is an esthetician, husband is a plastic surgeon, and they're located locally in Lantana, Florida. Okay, see, they know what they're talking about. Okay, so get that at pbfacials.com. Follow Britt on Instagram at Palm Beach Facials. Yes. Anything else? I think you covered it all. Perfect. Thank you so much for listening. Everything that we talked about is going to be in the show notes, including some recent media that Britt earned for herself. And right after she was in the newspaper, she started getting calls and booking appointments from people who read about her in the newspaper. This was not an ad. This came about by somebody finding her on Google because she regularly updates her Google My Business page with different pictures and different posts. And that's how she was found on Google. Peaked a reporter's interest on a 24 karat gold facial that she does. And it turned into a big, amazing story in the Palm Beach Post. And it turned into more business for her. So hey, there's, there's a little business tidbit if you have lasted this long. But again, remember, you will be more entertained if you watch the video 
that goes along with the audio for this podcast. You can check that out again at becomeamediamaven.com and christinaallday.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you again soon on another episode of Become a Media Maven.